0: Mic check, mic check, what is this? This is Dizek, your podcast, welcome back to another episode, Episode, um, I think this is episode 16, thank you for hanging in there, um, great support, great support. <clears throat> um, last podcast I mentioned that I was going to be discussing, I wanted to get to Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck, um, but I didn't, so I'm going to start right there. Um, I love Andrew Luck. I like Andrew Luck a lot. Andrew Luck's one of my favorite quarterbacks. Um he's very talented. Um he's he coming out of Stafford, um, going into the NFL draft in twenty twelve, he was highly regarded. He was probably the since he was high he was probably the most highly regarded quarterback as far as his measurables and the potential and his talent and his size with all of that in play. He's probably the most talked about quarterback since um, John Elway in the nineteen eighty five draft, eighty four draft. He was the, probably the second most talked about quarterback, and you know he's physically gifted. He's he, he has a great body, six four, about two twenty, 220, two twenty five. Good arm, pinpoint accuracy. Andrew Luck checks. He he checks all the boxes, but. He has health concerns. He has health issues. He has a he has reoccurring injuries, um, and now it's the ankle. He struggled the last two years with the shoulder surgery, and I, I blame something. I blamed and I got on the coats about this uh, um, a lot with him not having the the right p- protection around him. Them not having an offensive line or or, or a hundred yard rusher. Them not having those things around him. It it, it probably took some years off his body. It, it took some years off his career. It took about two years off his career. And Andrew Luck had a lost year. He had a lost year. And I love Andrew Luck. I like him. I like him a lot. But these, reoccur- these reoccurring injuries, you know, it's the reason why Indianapolis went out to the- I went after Jacoby Percet. I like J- Jacoby Percet. He's probably one of the best backups in the league. And that's good. Um, I, I saw a report that the Colts want to um, name a starter by week three of preseason. So that's this week. Well, next week. It's no later than next week. So I, I'm... I, it, this hurts me to say it, but Andrew Luck, he has to stay healthy. And I'm going to get to. I'm going to get to a list of quarterbacks who have health who have health concerns and teams really depend on them emotionally and financially. Um it, their teams are built around them, but Andrew Luck, he has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy. With him being a quarterback that goes into the crossf- crosshairs of either try or either him being the potential of him getting hit, it just adds a level of I hope this guy don't get hurt. I hope, I hope when he goes down he slides. I hope he goes out of bounds. I hope that you know if he's getting up slowly, it's not that serious. And oof, Andrew Luck, is he gonna be ready for Week One? Um, he's he's questionable. He's noticed it's questionable right now. He has a high ankle sprain. Those are very tough. Um, those are that's a very tough injury to get over. But. The Colts, I think they, they they might have to look into drafting another quarterback this year and, and next year in, in the upcoming draft if Andrew Luck can't stay healthy this season. Say if Luck misses the first two, three games of this year, right? And he comes back week eight, week six, week five, whatever. And, you know, plays, but then he gets nicked up again, banged up again. How is... What do you do? Because the Colts, they, they, they want to get, They ha- he ha- he's on contract, he's in the books. What do you do? You got to draft another quarterback early. The Colts, they have done a great job with filling their needs, um, especially defensively in the end on the offensive line. They have one of the best young offensive lines now. And they have Darius Leonard. They got, they got some guys on defense that can play, and their defense really took the next step last year, because usually in the early Andrew Luck's career, you look at the Colts, you're looking at, you're looking at an Indianapolis game early in Andrew Luck's career. It was a shootout. It was always Andrew Luck having to put up 30 plus points. Well, he has a he has an offensive line. Melvin Mack is he's not a top tier running back, but he does. He gets the job done. You know, he always has a nice set of weapons around him. Now he got a, a, de- a young defense, young, evolving defense at that. That, you know, that the Colts, they improved. They drafted well these last few years when Luck was hurt. They drafted well. They took advantage of those early picks and did what they had to do with them. And they have cap space. So they can go out and get and fill in needs that may, you know, but they, that they may prioritize. Um, so I, I'm I'm looking at Andrew. Uh, and, so this I'm just going to get to my list of quarterbacks. Where if 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 they go down or if they have problems staying healthy or health concerns pop up this year, I would not be surprised if some of these teams go in the first round, early or in the early rounds, not the first round necessarily, but in the early rounds to say, hey, let's draft the quarterback. Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo all five guys have health concerns all five guys have health concerns let's get to Aaron Rodgers um because I think his is I want to get the Aaron Rodgers first because he's older and he has a style of play where it's improv and it's just as you go he he makes it up as we go And that might get him in some trouble at times. He has concussion injuries. He's had two broken collarbones. He's had a sprained MCL. These injuries are... He has a wild play style. Very similar to his predecessor, Brett Favre. Brett Favre had a wild play style. Brett Favre got hurt. He was injured. Didn't miss a lot of games, but he was injured playing hurt. He was 35. Aaron's 35. The season after the draft approaching, guess who the Packers picked? They picked Aaron Rodgers when Brett Favre was 35. Now Aaron Rodgers is 35. If Aaron Rodgers goes down again, why wouldn't they pick another quarterback? Why wouldn't they pick another quarterback? Why wouldn't you... Like, I always... And here go another thing in the league, in the NFL. you got to be proactive. You have to make moves proactive to situations. you got to be proactive. You can't be reactive to situations or things that just come or conflicts in the NFL. You have to be proactive. This is why New England continues to be the best dynasty, the best football team in the league. Because they move off of guys early before it's too late. They move it's a, it, they have constant examples of where guys they peak and they catch them and New England catch them, they catch them right at their peak, and then as soon as they see some some like decline, they they move on quick before there's a there's really a, you can really tell, okay, this player is not the same. New England do a good job of moving off of players. They do a great job of moving off of players when it's not working clearly, where where their level of play is declined and it's not good. They do a good job at moving players, move, being proactive, moving players. They do a good job at that. Some other teams in the league don't. They 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 don't. They even pay the guy, the aging veteran, the aging star. They keep them. Teams, you gotta be proactive and the and usually the best franchises are proactive in the NFL. Instead of being reactive, you gotta be proactive. New does a great job at this. I think every team or most teams should take a page out of their book with being proactive and making schematic football moves and changes if needed when the time comes. You have to. You can't continue to be, Just react when the conflict is in your face. Like, oh, what you do now? Because then that's when you panic. You make the wrong move. A lot of teams make the wrong move when it's time to be reactive. And when when the conflict is in their... The conflict and the situation is in their face. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? So, I think... um, Rodgers, they they and Rodgers just signed a big time deal last summer. If he goes down again, Green Bay has drafted well enough where they don't really have no significant um gap in their team or no significant need. They drafted well at center. They have a young defense, a young I think a young defense that's going to be flying around the ball. I think their defense is I think this is one of the best defenses that they had it in that they had in years now. They're young at the deep they're young at the cornerback position. They got they address their linebacker situation. They 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 have developing talent and youth on the D line. And they draw I like the kid that they had. They got that out of Texas A and M. And then they have the kid that came out of old miss playing center and then text in the tight end. They have pieces around Aaron Rodgers. And they've built their team, constructed their team really well, where there's really no need. There's no significant need. They you know, of course you if you have Aaron Rodgers, your receivers are gonna be fine. Your receivers are just be fine. You, they they're gonna be just fine. But there's no really significant need for the Packers right now. There's no, there's really no need for the Packers right now. They're all good. They're all fine. So what? So what should they do if Aaron Rodgers get hurt? They should, they should draft the quarterback early. A lot of these teams that I named, or the quarterbacks of these teams that I named, uh, are financially and emotionally connected with these quarterbacks. Cam Newton. I talked about Cam last week. Cam has to make some. He he's even gonna have to make some altering changes in his game, or he just becomes into a guy that can deliver the ball accurately accurate enough, where the defense can respect. Oh, this guy can throw the ball down the field if he needs to. I don't. I don't feel like enough defense respect the fact that Cam Newton can throw the ball, and he has a he has a great arm. And I said and I said this. Previous, some previous podcasts ago, I said Cam Newton's talented. He's wildly talented. You're probably not going to find five or ten other quarterbacks that's more talented. You're not going to find five other quarterbacks that's probably that's talented and physically gifted like Cam. You're not. But he's he, he has he, he shown to be inconsistent. That that I think that's going to be the story of his career. I told you this guys, I told you guys this last week, it's going to be the story of his career. Wildly inconsistent, sporadic, sporadic performances, sporadic seasons, winning and him not being accurate enough down the field when it's time to be accurate. It is So, you know, the Panthers they got a, they got a solid defense, of course. Um, I like what they have on their O line. Their O line is okay. It's not. It's not nothing to brag about. But it's okay. But you saw what they did. You saw what Carolina did this year. They went out and drafted Will Greer. Not saying Will Greer is gonna come save the day, but I'm saying you see the proactive moves and you see where Carolina's like, okay, Cam sh- shoulder surgery this off season, coming off a bad season. Oh boy. What, what, what should we do? Oh, they're going to draft the quarterback. They're going to draft the quarterback, Will Greer. That's what they drafted out of West, West Virginia. Uh, you got to make moves. You have to make moves and decisions like this when your quarterbacks, they're all talented. Some are talented than others, Of obviously. Rodgers and Luck and Wentz are at the top. But these quarterbacks are still very beneficial to their team. And... And they're connected with these teams, and these and these teams are financially committed to them. So if they get hurt, or if they, if you know if Cam goes down, or if he has another concussion, Carolina's looking like, oh, I'm glad we drafted Will Greer because we would have no backup. Because Cam Cam continued to you know take blows from bigger defenders. Well, no, smaller defenders, I'm sorry, excuse me. He, he continues to take blows from smaller defenders. Defenders are DBs. He's taking blows from DBs. Cam is six five, six six, two fifty. 250. He's taking blows and shots from DBs, and he's having head issues and head trauma. Vulnerable. And Don't you, reali- don't you realize all three of these guys are, are a little mobile, got a little athleticism with them? Don't you realize that? Don't don't you you see the trend? You see the trend? I t- I pointed this out um a couple podcasts ago. Look at the Final Four that that made. Look at the quarterbacks that made it to the NF to, to Conference Championship games this year, last year. Juby's, Goff, Tom Brady. And Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he's mobile and he's, a, he's athletic. He can get out the pocket, but same with Jared Goff. But those guys are really pocket passers. Mahomes is a pocket passer. Mahomes is a pocket passer who can throw the ball from all different types of angles. Jared Goff is a pocket passer. I think Jared Goff is a better version of Matt Ryan. Drew Brees and Tom Brady, they're pocket passers, obviously. So you see the training. You see what wins. And you see what has longevity. Love Andrew Luck. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love Cam Newton. I love Wentz Garoppolo. Haven't seen much of him, but from what I saw, he looks pretty good and talented. These guys, you know, they 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 give you the highlight plays, but they can't stay they can't stay healthy. They can't stay healthy. Looking at Wentz, a lot of people in Philadelphia are going to be looking. Are going to be a lot of people around in that Phil It's going to be looking really crazy, and, and they're going to be looking at Philly and like, why did you give it to Nick Foles? And I think I, I, I agree with the move of getting rid of Nick Foles. I agree with it, but because I, I think Cam, I can't, um, Carson Wentz is the future, he's definitely the future, and I think if he can stay healthy, he's obviously. Among, I think he's in the group talent wise as far as talent with Patrick Mahomes. I think he's obviously in that group. He's obviously in that group if he can stay healthy, but it's that's the big question. Can he stay healthy? A lot of people are going to be looking at Philadelphia's front office and like, "Uh, oh, why did you got why did you guys, excuse me? Why did you guys get rid of Nick Foles?" If Carson Wentz gets hurt, knock on wood. And I wanna see some Carson Wentz this year. I wanna see him this year because I think they have I think in Philadelphia they have a good chance to get back to the Super Bowl. I, I they're my NFC favorites. I told you guys this. I've been telling you guys this for the last few few weeks. Philly's my N, 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 NFC favorite. But if Carson Wentz goes down, that goes that goes all the way down the drain. And they might Philly might have to look at drafting another quarterback if that is the case. If that is the situation which is a possibility. They might have to very well look into drafting another quarterback. Philly has and Philly Voss is filled. They 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 have probably they probably have the best roster in in the conference, probably in the league. You you can make an argument. Um but some people don't really like the Philly hype, but I like Philly as an NFC favorite. I like them. Garoppolo, um you know, Uh, Garoppolo's health is me picking the 49ers as my surprise team. And I'm going to get more into detail about that. Because I have some new foundings about that as well. Me picking the 49ers as one of my breakout teams. A lot of that, just about all of it, is due to... Or it's going to be based upon Garoppolo's being. Garoppolo's availability. If Garoppolo isn't available if he's not available for the 49ers they're going to be a number 4 5 win team this year but if he's available they could possibly win 8 to 9 games like i said on the previous podcast they're going to be one of my breakout teams and it's so easy this year to pick out a team that's going to double their wins this year it's it's very easy because they have the 49ers got the quarterback back. they they drafted well have a they still have a problem at, um defensive back they still got some problems with the DBs. they are relying on the older veteran Richard Sherman, but offensive offensive mastermind Kyle Shanahan with George Kittle and and the and the weapons that they have. Don't really have a number 1, but the weapons that they have and the D-line that they have if it's healthy, 49ers are surely a team that can win 8-9 games. But that's all due to Jimmy Garoppolo's health. And I, I mean, I'm going to talk about injuries this whole most of this podcast because there's been a lot of injuries taking place in preseason. This is just what comes with preseason as well. And training camp and those hot dog days of the summer, this, this is just what it comes with. And I, I, you might think I'm reaching because of the Aaron Rodgers and the tight back because the Aaron Rodgers did miss um, a preseason game. He was scheduled to play, but he missed the preseason, preseason game. Due to due to a tight back, and it's a tight back, okay. But and you guys may think I'm reaching, but no, I have uh, I have reoccurring themes, I have reoccurring injuries and health concerns with Aaron Rodgers. Plus, his play style, he's with his play style, he's vulnerable to get hurt and to get hit by defenders, bigger defenders. So, I'm not reaching. <laughs> I'm not reaching at all. And Luck, I think the Colts can be, like I said in my Super Bowl bubble episode, I think the Colts can easily be a Super Bowl team this year. I think they could be in the running for, in as like one of the AFC favorites this year. But that's based upon Andrew Luck's health. It's based upon his health. If Andrew Luck is healthy, I think the Colts win the AFC South. And I think the Colts could make a run at a conference championship. If he's not there, say goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye. And, I, you know, I like Jacoby Bissett, but he's not Andrew Luck. And the, and the Colts might have to look into drafting another quarterback early in the draft. So, since we're on this topic about health and injuries, let's get the old Beckham. Um... So, Odell Beckham, great receiver, but in the last 32 games, he has played 16, and he's a 5'11", hmm, lightweight receiver, who, who who's a receiver, who's going to get hit, and I just don't know, I just don't like him, I just don't like it. I you know I think Odell Beckham is an all time great talent, but can can Odell Beckham really be an all time great? Because that's is what that's one of his desires. That's his desire. That's what he's hungry for. That's what he's chasing. In his recent GQ article, the in interview, that's what he's chasing. He wants to chase the records. He wants to chase Jerry Rice. He wants to be. He wants to go down as a all time great. And I'm asking, can you be an all time great if you're injured and, and and hurt and not playing. I don't think so. You can't be an all-time great and hurt. You can't. You can't be an all-time great and hurt. A lot of and you see a lot, you see it a lot in, in the NBA where you have guys that have time spans where they are they are great and they show potential and signs and spurts of oh wow. This guy's different for a few years, two, three years, but then they have an injury come about, and they they have nag that that that, that has nagging effects, and nagging issues, and you're like, oh, this this guy isn't the wrong time. Like Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, great NBA center for his first several years in my in Orlando were great, and if he would have continued that for another five years. That type of play, and in ele- in, 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 you know, for another five to six years, we could be having possible Hall of Fame discussions about Dwight Howard. Yeah, believe it or not, Hall of Fame discussions about Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard at that time in Orlando was regarded and looked at as probably the best center in basketball. Just saying, and, and he was a great defensive center who was athletic, could dunk, could do you know all that all the flashy stuff. But injuries came about, then he went out of Orlando, then he went to L.A., then he goes to Houston, and then that's where his career took a down spiral. He had, he had reoccurring back issues, shoulder issues, and never just got healthy. And now Dwight Howard is just Dwight Howard, and I'm, I, I question if he's a Hall of Famer. And, of course, he's not an all-time great no more. I don't, he's not. He can't be because he has too many health concerns and sporadic play on the court. So Odell Beckham, you, you, I, can he be an all-time great? His talent, yeah. His with his talent, he could be definitely be all-time great with his talent. But he can't stay healthy. The, I always say the best ability, the best ability, is availability. Uh, Odell has a lot of abilities. He has a lot of gifts, and he's very talented. And he has the hair, and he has the look, and he has the shoes, the, the commercials. The one-handed catching. The flashiness. He has the cool factor. He has all of that that the kids love. He has all of that that the fans love. He has all of that that the media love. But, he can't stay healthy. He can be an icon. All-time great. All-time NFL great. No. No, no, not if he he can't stay healthy. Odell Beckham has all that going for him. He has all that going, the hair, the, the, the you know, the, 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 brands and the, and the merch and the clothing and the fashion and the, and the shoes and the cool factor, all that, all that, all that, has all that, all that, that equals out to be an icon, he could be an icon, all time great, football, no, not if he's not healthy, not, not if he's not healthy, not if he's not healthy. He cannot be all-time great if he's not healthy. He He's not. I'm sorry. And I like Odell, and I've grown to like him. I think he has grown in, since the situation in New York. He has grown, you know. He has still has his off-the-real baggage. And his baggage that just comes with being Odell and the diva wide receiver and the superstar that he is. Yeah, he has that, too. But you tend to overlook that. And I've learned to overlook it. But... All-time great talks. We can't have these talks if he's not playing. We can't have these talks if he's not playing. We can't. We can't have these discussions if he, discussions if he not if he's not playing. Look at the, look at the guys in this sport. Tom Brady. Look at the look at the guy that he admires, LeBron James. Those guys, their success is not their success now. When people talk of them. They don't bring up oh, how talented he is and how well Tom Brady can throw or how athletic LeBron James is. No, they still talk about, when they talk about how great these guys are, they talk about their longevity and how they're able to keep their bodies and, and how, they be, how they're being cap- how they even capable of this level of play at their advanced age or years of experience. In their respective sport. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. LeBron James. Those are two guys that Odell Beckham. Publicly has. Been inspired by. I mean they, they, he, he loves those guys. He's been inspired by those guys. He should probably take a page out of their book. Get healthy. Get healthy Odell. Get healthy. Because I, I, you can't be an all time great. You can't be labeled as an all-time great if you're hurt. Last 32 games of uh, uh you know of Odell's back in career, he's only played in 16 of them. He's missed a full he has he's missed a full and and then he came he came into the league hurt. Remember he missed the first few games of his rookie year and then he comes in, he missed the first first four. Then he played the last 12. So he came he came into the league hurt. Can you really be an all time great? Yeah, he has some great numbers. Yeah, he has the talent. And then he has the cool factor and the superstar. Then the hair. he has all of that. Like I said, he has all of it. But he, can he stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? Dirk Rose, he's a fan favorite. Dirk Rose, is a fan favorite. The kids love him. The shoes, the athleticism, the layups. They loved him. They love him in Chicago. They loved him in the league. They, the media loved, oh my god, the lead the media loved when Derek Rose, especially his MVP year. They loved him. Eh, Derrick Rose couldn't stay healthy. Best of the is availability. Couldn't stay healthy. And now we just love to see him when he's at his best and when he can turn back the clock in certain nights. We love when we love when we see that. And I'm not wishing injury on none of these guys that we have been that we've been talking about for the past half an hour. I'm not I'm not wishing injury on none of these guys. But I'm just telling you what it is. Oh they'll beg him out to stay healthy. Simple as that. Or well, he can't be an all time great. He can't be I can't consider him as an all time great if he can't stay healthy. Simple. Sorry. Okay, so back. Um so this past week, I went to a Redskins game. Went to the first preseason home game that they had um, against the Cincinnati Bagels. They're on my podcasting duties, you know. And I was just first, I was i I'm just going to say this. One thing I can say about you Redskins fans, you Washington fans, and I, you guys really came out and supported your team. Y'all love y'all team through the thick and thin. I got to say that. I got to say good times, bad times. You guys love your team. Washington loves their football. So I got to give them a lot of credit for that. But I already knew that. I knew that coming in. in. That wasn't my first Redskins game, game I've been to. I know how they show up and show out for their Redskins. And I'm going to get to this. They lost 23-13 to against the Cincinnati Bagels. Week 2 of the preseason. Um... I, I I only went there as far as for podcasting reasons. I went there to see um, the guy, the, the the new guy. I went to see I went there to see the new guy, Dwayne Haskins. I wanted to see the new guy, Dwayne Haskins. I wanted to see how he would come out first home game. Would he be more comfortable? You know, would he see more poised? Would he have more control? How many snaps, of reps did they give him? and i saw what i, I like what i saw uh i i, I kind of figured i kind of knew that they were going to play him in the second quarter they were going to they weren't going to start him but they were going to play him in the second quarter and let him get most of the reps um they he played until just about the midway of the fourth quarter he got the second quarter all the way to the midway of the fourth quarter and i think that was just fine how the way they had it set up and did it I think that was good, um, but I like what I saw for the most part. He seemed a little bit more poised. He delivered some strikes down the field he had a good fifty-five yard touchdown um, to one of the little young receivers that the Redskins have. It was pretty good. It was it was a good showing for him. It wasn't it wasn't too bad of a showing. Um, I must say that um, I like what I saw though, and I told you, it wasn't like I didn't like the guy. It wasn't it wasn't like I didn't I I, I was down on Dwayne Haskins. I'm not going to say like cuz I don't like I don't dislike or like anything. you know. Or you know, I and I'm I, I didn't talk bad about him. I just said his mechanics need to be fixed. They need to be he's a co- he's a coachable guy too. But I said his mechanics need to be a little tweaked. They need to be tweaked. Um, you know, thrown his footwork need to be fixed and handled. But that's a coaching issue. My issue was how what are they gonna put surround what they what are they gonna surround this kid with? Um I still still don't I still don't have the answers to that. I don't like how the O line looked. And they don't have Trey. I don't like I don't like how the O line looked. And that was the second team. Granted it was the second team, but I do not like how the O-line looked. Um Adrian Peterson got some good runs in with the first team, but it's the Cincinnati Bengals. It. you got to mind you, the Cincinnati Bengals had one of the worst defenses in league history last year, and they didn't really add to it like that this offseason. So, I mean, what, what do you expect? I expect, but I, I did expect the, the Redskins to show or put on a more offensive, more of an offensive show than what they did on Thursday. I did expect a little bit more. Um with them going against Cincinnati, but it's fine. But key big takeaways from Thursday Thursday night's game. Dwayne Haskins, he 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 I already knew it, I said it before the Cleveland game, before this game and after the Cleveland game. He's gonna be able to play. He he's gonna make he's gonna be able to make all the throws that is needed if you put the right talent and pieces around him, he has good size. His measurables, his measurables are good. Not the most athletic, but it's okay. It's fine. He can get out the pocket when he needs to. Um, but that fifty-five yard touchdown throw, he stood in the pocket. There was a little stood in the pocket. There was a little pressure in his face. He did a good job, and he had enough poise in the pocket. He delivered the ball. He's gonna be able to do that. He has a good arm. He has an NFL arm. He got—he—he's he, very accurate. Even actually, Urban—Urban Urban Meyer said he's the most accurate quarterback that he's ever coached, and that's saying a lot because Urban Myers has some pretty accurate quarterbacks. So I, I'm expecting to see a lot from this kid, but I have to see the Redskins put around him because the Redskins have a history of just being absolutely horrible when it comes to. Team management and team personnel—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're god awful when it comes to that. And I mean, it's the Redskins; they are allergic to prosperity. So <laughs> I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to get on the kid that hard. I like him. I like him as a prospect. I thought he was—I thought he was a better prospect and talented. And an NFL quarterback, I thought he better. I thought he checked all the boxes. I didn't know who the hell—I mean, I did know who Daniel Jones was, but who in the hell cares about Daniel Jones? And, you know, I hope this Daniel Jones kid proves me wrong, and I hope he can play, and I hope he has a good career. But he wasn't bad. He, he, didn't, he didn't check all the boxes. He didn't check more boxes than Dwayne Haskins. He didn't. He didn't. So I just thought I'd talk about that. But you guys, you you, you you're Redskins fans, you love your Redskins. But I just thought I'd talk about that. I bring him up because um, I did go to the game. I was in attendance. And I like what I saw for the most part. I like what I saw from his showing for the most part. And I just thought I'd bring that up. Um, on to the next. Antonio Brown, Mark, Mike Mayock, GM of the Oakland Raiders. He uh, basically gave Antonio Brown an ultimatum. It's time for him to be all in or all out. And, okay. And, you know, I told you guys about Pittsburgh and how Pittsburgh, it the hit... His dysfunction, Antonio Brown's dysfunction and disorderly acts and conduct, it did not fit the Stiller's. It didn't fit the Stiller's rich history. And right here again, the Raiders, I told you guys, the Raiders' dysfunction blends in well with Antonio Brown's dysfunction. Well, I guess they's had enough of this dysfunction and the disorderly acts and the childish antics. I guess they had enough of it because they was like, hey either he's in or he's out. We don't have time for this. And I, this should be a clear signal to Antonio Brown to get your damn act together. This should be a clear sign of okay, you you don't 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 let this helmet thing get in the way of 30 of a 30 million dollar contract. Um now they're reporting that he was absent from Raider camp practice on Sunday. So Antonio Brown. Uh, this is why, and people were like you were really. I And I said this before they traded Antonio Brown the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would trade Antonio Brown. He's a big distraction to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He, he he he's playing. He he plays games with the with the younger guy. It just wasn't a good fit. It's not a good. It's not a good thing to have in the locker room, especially with a still with those stiller teams in the past few years. Them being on, them being on a championship run, them one having championship aspirations, that just that that type of attitude and that feeling, that feeling, in the locker room doesn't help. That it doesn't it doesn't make you better. It it, it brings you down. It makes you worse. And it's absolutely horrible. It's, it's it's a travesty that he's acting like this. He's acting. He's putting. He's a thirty plus year old man. And he's putting on these childish acts and plus AB had I, I feel like AB had peaked already but we'll see we'll see but it's the Raiders it's the Oakland Raiders and I told you guys it's the Oakland Raiders what do you expect it's the Oakland Raiders what do you expect come on come on man it's the Oakland Raiders So get this. Let's go on to the next topic. Because I'm not going to spend all my time on that topic. Last previous episode, I spent about 30 minutes on Antonio Brown, the Raiders' dysfunction. On that crap. On that mess. I spent too much time on that. So check this out. Peter King, he reports. Or he, you know, makes a statement. He did his thing. He did his homework. Just like I did. And he said, the 49ers... Are a playoff team if Jimmy Garoppolo plays all 16 games, and didn't I tell you guys that the 49ers was my surprise team of the NFL next year, or this year rather, where I feel like they can wear nine, they can win nine games, they can go nine and seven? Well, Peter King basically agrees with me as well. The Niners, they have a schedule that's that's worked out for them well. They don't have to those tough games that they those those games where they have to where they're going against stiff competition. Five of those games are on at, at home, not on the road. So that's a plus. I told you guys. 49ers and the Jets are going to be my teams, or the, my breakout teams. I also included the Steelers and the Jets and the Panthers. I mean, yeah, and the, and the Panthers. If you wasn't aware, you can go back and look at the last, hit, listen to the last episode where I discussed my breakout teams, and this is just proof in the pudding. How, you know, what? This is what I'm saying about the 49ers. They're gonna be. I think they're gonna be a nine-one team if Jimmy Garoppolo can place all sixteen games. They, yeah, they have a DB issue, and they have to clean that up. But I think with their D line, with the Forrest Buckner, D Ford, I th- you know, and Nick Bosa, I think they. I think they can clean up some of those gaps and holes in that secondary, just like the cowboy. Just like the cowboy defense from a few years ago, cowboy defense had a great. Front line, great D-line a few years ago and their secondary wasn't the best and their corners were young and a little shaky. Their D-line created a lot of pressure. Their D-line played with a lot of energy uh, throughout the season and they were able to last. I think the same thing could be said about the 49ers O-line or D-line driver. The line can wear out the wear out the opposing team's offense. Get to the quarterback quicker, where the quarterback has to make quicker decisions, and the Forty Nineers defense, 49ers cornerbacks don't have to cover and defend it as long. I th- this is this is that that is the formula for the Forty ers defensively. That is the formula. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Vikings as well. Um, but the jet, let's get to the Jets. The Jets, I told you guys, were never—they were a breakout team. I think Sam Donald, Sam Donald is—he's gonna have a breakout year this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb. Sam Donald, he's gonna have a breakout year this year. He's gonna have a breakout year this year. I can—I'm—I'm—I'm call, I'm, I'm calling it. He's gonna take his game to the next level. He's gonna take his game to the next level, and the Jets gonna be a, they're gonna be the Jets gonna be eight and eighteen, eight and eight, seven and nineteen. Jets have to they don't have to travel on the West Coast at all this year. I think that as far as they go out west is Cincinnati. All their other games are along this coast, along the coastal. So that's a big bonus for the Jets. That's good for them. Um, I think you know. It was just so ironic that I called these team, these two teams my my uh, my breakout teams of the year. And, hey, they got favorable schedules. If their quarterbacks can stay healthy, um, they both got DB issues. So if those D-lines can get to the quarterback and wear out the quarterback and they don't have to make as many plays defensively back there, they'll be fine. Let's move on to the Vikings. I wanted to talk about the Vikings because you know questions come up about the Vikings and Kirk Cousins and how Kirk Cousins, how is Kirk Cousins going to get the Vikings back to the playoffs first, and then to the NFC Championship, and then eventually, hopefully for most Viking fans, a Super Bowl. How 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 are they going to do that? Well, the Vikings. I liked their a couple years ago when they made that NFC title run. And they lost to Philly with Case Keenum. I, I, I thought at the time the Vikings had the best roster in the league. They didn't have a lot of A-plus guys, but they had B-plus guys, B guys at just about every position. So I thought they had one of the best rosters in the league a couple years ago i thought I feel as that they had one i feel is that that they had one of the best losses in the league a couple years ago. They had some troubles on the o line their o lines get he, they get back healthy um this year they 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 missed Dalvin cook, but Dalvin Cook came back late in the year had a like i said had a great december. I think Dalvin cook helps them take the next step offensively and with Gerd Kubiak being. Office coordinator, I, him being run heavy that he is, I think the Vikings go. They're going to rely on Dalvin Cook and and their running game like they should. And they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna have to rely on Kirk Cousins to win them games and to dig them out of holes because that is when Kirk Cousins make often tend to make mistakes. Is when you have to, is when you have to, you, you put the ball in his hands and you put the game in his hands and you like, okay, Kirk Cousins, can you take me there? Take me there. And he's not going to be able to do that. Kirk Cousins, he, he, he's just not that type of quarterback. And you know, I know a lot of people are saying, oh boy, for him to be getting paid all this money, lops, this lump sum of money, he should be that type of quarterback. Well, that's just where the market is. Oh, that's where the market was but you got to do what you got to do and i think the vikings will be better this year i think they'll be in the running for the afc north title it's going to be a tight race cuz i i like the packers as my favorite in that division for, as of right now but the vikings for them to get back to that type of playoff football and that type of caliber of team that they were 2 years ago they gotta get back to running the football. The defense gotta be a little bit more dominant than it was last year. And then they, they, they gotta stop relying on Kirk Cousins as much. Got you they gotta stop relying on Kirk Cousins as much as as they as they do. Or as they did last year with him throwing the ball forty, forty five times. Yeah, you got great weapons on the outside on the perimeter and you know, you could do a lot with those guys. Yes. But you gotta be able to run the football and keep guys honest and plus it's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins hasn't won a primetime game. Name, name, name the last primetime game Kirk Cousins has won. Oh my bad, he hasn't won any because he 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 doesn't win primetime games, and he's not that type of quarterback. Not that type of quarterback. he's not that type of quarterback. So I think Minnesota's recipe for success this year is easy: run the ball and get back to playing dominant defense like you were like two years ago. Easy. Easier said than done, obviously, but easy. You got, a, you got a solid O-line with Dalvin Cook, gary Kubiak, and his running concept and scheme. You got some, got some good weapons on the outside with, with uh, Adam Thielen and um, Stefan Diggs and Kyle Rudolph. You got some, got some weapons on the outside, but you got to use them efficiently and effectively to Kirk Cousins' ability. You can't let Kirk Cousins force the ball to these guys. They're, they're very dynamic playmakers, but you just can't force the ball to these guys with Kirk Cousins at the helm. No. You're not going to be able to do that. Minnesota's not going to win a lot of games like that. Only, that's, that's only going to get them but so far. That's only going to get them but so far. and I like Minnesota's team, but that's only going to get them but so far. And I'm sorry to say it, but it it it's just it's just the truth. It is it's just the truth. Um so I was talking about preseason football. I went to the game. I came back. I also watched a couple games late that night and the next day some replays. And I saw Lamar Jackson's uh, highlight reel play where he leaped over and hurdled over the guy. Okay, I like it. You know, that's that's Lamar Jackson for you. You know, if you didn't know, that's Lamar Jackson for you. But has he improved as a thrower of the football? Um, Because I like I love Baltimore's defense. Baltimore defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. It's built to get to the Super Bowl. But your offense can't be predictable. Your offense can't be predictable, and your defense is dominant. But your your offense can't be so predictable. You can't be run heavy, especially into the end today's game. You can't be so run heavy. Has he improved as a thrower? If he hasn't improved as a thrower, as a accurate quarterback, is if if he's not confident back there in the pocket, I don't want to hear the Lamar the Lamar Jackson talk and hype. I get it. Okay, he 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 hurdled a guy. Great. We knew he can do that coming out of Louisville. We that that was no question. That was no question. I'm you know I I get a look I get a little tired of of guy you know the media, especially the media, the media and the fans. Yeah, Fan, but fans is short for fanatic. So the fans are gonna do fans are gonna be fans. But I just hate when the media and I'm a part of the media. I'm sorry. But I just hate when the media just rave about these guys and we are, and act like we never saw nothing like this before. I mean, yeah, great play by Lamar Jackson. I give him all that. Yeah, great play. It was a great play. But we, coming out of Louisville, we knew he can do that. We know he we know what he can do with his legs outside the pocket. What can he do with his damn arm? Can he make the can he make the throws down the field that is needed to win games, that is needed to convert Third and longs, where it's money time. Can he can can he do what he can he do that? Can he do that? Can he have the same production that he have with his legs, with his arm? You know, you, you know. I, I know he's very talented, super talented, God given gift. But come on, I hate when the media do this, rave about guys and doing all this shit. Yo, oh my god, I never seen nothing like no. Can, has he improved as a thrower? That is the big thing. Has he improved as a thrower of the football? If he hasn't, I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear nothing about the Lamar Jackson hype. Don't wanna hear it. Don't wanna hear it. I'm gonna talk more about the Cowboys next episode. Um they had a um, had, got some interesting uh takes. From their last game, and some reactions from their last game, interesting takes, but I don't want to hear nothing about the you know, oh my god, uh, the, 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 the Lamar Jackson hurdle the guy no, I don't want to hear it. I know what he can do he 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 he's showing me what he can do, I know what he can do, oh my gosh, <laughs> I get it, I know what he can do with his with his legs. I know what he can do. Arm no. He has to show me. He has to show me. But thank you guys for listening. Um it's been real. It's been good. Um I'm gonna, I'm going to drop NFL season, NFL regular season is co- is coming up. Wait. Just wait. Just continue to wait. Hold on. It is coming up. Um, But thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, This has been a good run that we're on. Keep clicking away like I always tell you guys. Keep clicking away. Uh, I love all the support. I thank you guys for all the support. And I'm out, man. Peace.